So today is April the 7th, 2020, and Darren and I are in the second book of Samuel. We're on chapter 9, and we're going to read through to, through chapter 12. Okay, Darren. Second Samuel chapter 9. Then David said, Is there yet anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba, and they called him uh, to David. And the king said to him, David and the uh, David to David and the king said to him, Are you Ziba? And he said, I am your servant. The king said, Is there not yet any one of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king. There is still a son of Jonathan who is crippled in both feet. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba said to the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amael, in Lodebar. Then King David sent and brought him from the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodebar. Uh, Mephisbosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and prostrated himself. And David said, Mephibosheth, and said, Your, here is your servant, David, I said to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show kindness to you for the sake of your father Jonathan, and will restore to you all the land of your grandfather Saul, and you shall eat at my table regularly. Again he prostrated himself and said, What is your servant that you should regard a dead dog like me? Then the king called Saul's servant Ziba and said to him, All that belonged to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him, and you shall bring in the produce so that your master's grandson may have food. Nevertheless, the fifth Bosheth, your master's grandson, shall eat at my table regularly. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then Ziba said to the king, According to all, all that my lord the king commands his servants, so your servant will do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table as one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived in the house of Ziba were servants to Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth, it's hard to say, lived in Jerusalem, for he ate at the king's table regularly. Now he was lame in both feet. 2 Samuel chapter 10. Now it happened afterward, afterwards that the king of the Ammonites died, and Hanun his son became king in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanun the son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent some of his servants to console him concerning his father. But when David's servants came to the land of the Ammonites, the, prince, the princes of the Ammonites said to Hanun their lord, Do you think that David is honoring your father because he has sent consulars to you? Has David not sent his servants to you in order to search the city, to spy it out and overthrow it? 
So Hanan took David's servants and shaved off their uh, beards and cut off their garments in the middle as far as their hips and sent them away. When they told it to David, he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly humiliated. And the king said, Stay at Jericho until your beards grow, and then return. Now when the sons of Ammon saw that they had become odious to David, the sons of Ammon sent and hired the Arameans of Beth Rehob and the Arameans of Zobah, 20,000 foot soldiers, and the king of Makkah with a thousand men, and the men of Tob with 12,000 men. When David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army, the fighting men. The sons of Ammon came out and drew up in battle array uh, at the entrance of the city, while the Arameans of Zoboth and of Rehob and the men of Tob and Makkah were by themselves in the field. Now when Joab saw that the battle was set against him in front, uh, in front and in the rear, he selected from all the choice men of Israel and arrayed them against the Arameans. But the remainder of the people he placed in the hand of Abishai, his brother, and he arrayed them against the sons of Ammon. He said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you shall come help me. But if the sons of Ammon are too strong for you, then you, then I will come to help you. Be strong, and let us show ourselves courageous for the sake of our people, and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near uh, to the battle against the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the sons of Ammon saw that the Arameans fled, they also fled before Abishai, and entered the city. Then Joab returned from fighting against the sons of Ammon, and came to Jerusalem. When the Arameans saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they gathered themselves together, and Hadadezer sent and brought out the Arameans who were beyond the river, and they came to Helam, and Shobach, the commander of the army of Hadadezer, led them. And when it was told David, he gathered all Israel together, and crossed the Jordan, and came to Helam. And the Arameans arrayed themselves to meet David and fought against him. But the Arameans fled before Israel, and David killed seven hundred charioteers of the Arameans and forty thousand horsemen, and struck down Shobach, the commander of their army. And he died there. When all the king's servants of Hadadazer saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and served them, so the Arameans feared to help the sons of Ammon any more. Second Samuel chapter 11 Now it happened in the spring, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the sons of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem, now when evening came, David arose from his bed and walked around on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful in appearance. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And one said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? David sent messengers and took her. And when she came to him, he laid with her. And when he had puri- when she had purified herself from her uncleanness, 
she returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David, and said, I am pregnant. Then David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah the Hittite. So Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked concerning the welfare of Joab, and the people, and the state of, of the war. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house, and wash your feet. And Uriah went out of the king's house, and a house, and a present from the king was sent out after him. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. Now when they told David, saying, Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, Have you not come from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah are staying in temporary shelters, and my lord Joab and the, sh- and the servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and drink and lie with my wife by your life and the life of your so- of your s- soul, I will not do this thing. Then David said to Uriah, Stay here today also and tomorrow. I will let you go. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next day. So David called him, and he ate and drank before him. And he made him drunk. And in the evening he went out to lie on his bed with the Lord's servants, but he did not go down to his house. Now in the morning David wrote a letter to Joab, and sent it by hand, by the hand of Uriah. He had written in the letter, saying, Place Uriah in the front line of the fiercest battle, and withdraw from him, so that he may be struck down and die. So it was as Joab kept watch on the city, that he put Uriah at the place where he knew there were valiant men. Then men of the city went out and fought against Joab, and some of the people among David's servants fell, and Uriah the Hittite also died. Then Joab sent and reported to David all the events of the war. He charged the messenger, saying, When you have finished telling all the events of the war to the king, and if it happens that the king's wrath rises, and he says to you, Why did you go so near to the city to fight? Did you not know that they would shoot from the wall, who struck down Abimelech, the son of Jerubotheth? Did not a woman throw an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. So the messenger departed and came and reported to David all that Joab sent uh, him to tell. The messenger said to David, The men prevailed against and came out against us in the field, but we pressed them as far as the entrance of the gate. Moreover, the archers shot at your servants from the wall. So some of the king's servants are dead, and your, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. Then David said to the messenger, Thus you shall say to Joab, Do not let this thing displease you, for the sword devours one as well as another. Make your battle against the city stronger and overthrow it, and so encourage him. Now when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she mourned for her husband. When the time of mourning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife. Then she bore him a son, But the thing that David had done was evil in the sight of the Lord. 
2 Samuel chapter 12. Now the Lord sent Nathan to David, and he came to him and said, There were two men in one city, one, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had great, uh, great many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except his one little ewe lamb, which he bought and nourished, and it grew up together with him and his children. It would eat of his bread and drink of his cup and lie in his bosom and was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler came to the rich man, and he was unwilling to take from his own flock or his own herd to prepare for the wayfarer who had come to him. Rather, he took the poor man's ewe lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger burned greatly against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, surely the man who has done this deserves to die. He must make restitution for the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing and had no compassion. Nathan said to David, You are the man, thus says the Lord God of Israel. It is I who anointed you king over Israel, and it is I who delivered you from the hand of Saul. I also gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your care, and I gave you a house of Israel and Judah, and if that had been too little, I would have added you to many more things like these. Why have you despised the word of the Lord by doing evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the sons of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house, because you have despised me, and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against you from your own household. I will even take your wives before your eyes, and give them to your companion. And he will lie with your wives in broad daylight. Indeed, you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel under the sun. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has taken away your sin. You shall not die. However, because this deed you have given occasion to the enemies of the Lord, to blaspheme the child also that is born to you, you shall surely die. So Nathan went to his house. Then the Lord struck the child that Uriah's widow bore to David, so that he was very sick. David therefore inquired of God for the child, and David fasted and went and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his household stood beside him in order to raise him up from the ground, but he was unwilling and would not eat food with them. Then it happened on the seventh day that the child died, and the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was still alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to our voice. How then can we tell him that the child is dead, since he might do himself harm? But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead. So David said to his servants, Is the child dead? And they, and they said, He is dead. So the, David arose from the ground, washed, anointed himself, changed his clothes, and he came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he requested, they set food before him, and he ate.
Then his servant said to him, What is this thing you have done? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept, but when the child died, you arose and ate food. He said, While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept, for for I said, Who knows, the Lord may be gracious to me, that the child may live. But now he has died. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back? Will I go to him? But he will not return to me. Then David comforted his wife Bathsheba and went in to her and lay with her. And she gave birth to a son, and he named him Solomon. Now the Lord loved him and sent word through Nathan the prophet. And he named him Jedidiah for the Lord's sake. Now Joab fought against Rabah and the sons of Ammon and captured the royal city. Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabah and have even captured the city of waters. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together and camp against the city and capture it, or I will capture the city myself, and it will be named after me. So David gathered all the people and went to Rabah, fought fought against it and captured it. Then he took the crown of their king from his head, and its weight was a talent of gold, and in it was a precious stone, and it was placed on David's head. And he brought out the spoil of the city in great amounts, so also brought out the people who were in it, and set them under saws, sharp iron instruments and iron axes, and made them pass through the brick kiln. And thus he died, he, this, thus he did all the cities of the sons of Ammon. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. Thank you, Darren.